0: Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. Hi, Marriage Empowered. Ladies, I am so freaking stoked to be here and introduce you to these amazing ladies. We've done a few recordings. Now, how many have we done? I know. Four? Three?
1: So is this our fourth? Yeah. I think this is the third. Is it the fourth? fourth. Oh, oh, it's oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is the fourth. It's a <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is the fourth.
0: All right, so we're going to talk oh, about God. sex today, baby, and I am so excited about that because we have so much to say. (laughs) And um, like I said, I did have some people submit some questions in advance. So thank you for those of you who did. Um, For those of you who have not, that is okay. I'm going to do my best to try to manage the comments and what's going on here. I'm not great at multitasking. So uh, we'll help you. Yes, (laughs) And um, so we're going to kick it off with y'all know me for the most part. If you're new to the group, I'm Katie May. I am the founder of Marriage Empowered. I'm a marriage empowerment coach and I help women transform their marriages. So I'm going to just give everyone here an opportunity to just say what they do, who they are and what they do, because y'all are going to introduce yourselves a heck of a lot better than me. So, and you guys can tell, like, I've been talking to Michelle today because I'm picking up on the y'all a lot. I feel like, I feel like I'm just picking up on her ass.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Yay. Michelle. Sorry, I Michelle. love it. <laughs> We're well, you in the South. Yes. i just dumb. love y'all.
0: You go first. <laughs> All right.
2: So I'm Michelle Porterfield and I am host of the Set Free Sisterhood podcast. And um, I also have a Facebook group. And I help women get unstuck from the daily cycle of drinking, self-sabotage, shame and guilt, so that they can be set free and create a life of fulfillment. And I love
3: it.
0: Yes. Amazing. Kristen, tell us about yourself, girl.
3: I am Kristen Chadwick. I am the host of Holistic Hearts podcast. It's a transformational Christian spiritual journey podcast all about mind, body, spirit. Um, I'm just passionate about bringing others along to come and taste and see that, um, he
1: really is that good.
0: Awesome. Ryan.
1: Hey everyone. I'm Ryan channel and I'm the host of the wellness and the word podcast and really focused on meditating on God's word, just the the power behind God's word, helping women become mentally and emotionally well through the word And um, just love to be in the Bible and share that with others, the revelations that I learned from God and um, just really encourage women to seek and know God for themselves.
0: Awesome.
4: Ashley. I'm Ashley Carroll. I'm the host of the So She Grows podcast. Um, And my expertise in my area for mamas is to help them to kick the negative self-talk the limiting beliefs. Um, I call myself the height, your height, mom, bestie. I love to empower mamas in life and getting back to you in marriage and in their mindset. And so, yeah, I just like to tough love the heck out of you and also, um, help you get back to being the best version of yourself possible.
0: So awesome. So very awesome. (laughs) We started this whole group, you guys, because We are all very much aligned in the fact that we need to be real (laughs) in this online space, because this is what people need to see. Um, And we call ourselves Moms in the Middle, because we are in the middle of it all. So running businesses, wifing, taking care of kids, all the things. So, so excited to have you guys joining us here. And um, let's talk, let's just dive in. Sex, right? So one thing I kind of want to lead off the conversation with is... Um, And we had kind of even preemptively discussed this is having equal sex drives or being like equally matched with your partner sexually. And um, I honestly, I honestly am just thinking, I'm like, I don't think I have ever like really talked to anybody who just felt like, yep, naturally we are just like on the same page. We want it just about the same amount were like good. Right. I was going to
1: say, does that exist?
0: (laughs) I don't know. So that's why this is such a good thing to start like the group with. Does any, any of you guys feel just totally aligned with your husband's sexually?
4: Well, like I mentioned earlier, I think that we do, or right currently my husband and I do, but it took like a lot of, a lot of work, um, a lot of communication, awkward conversations, um, a lot of self-work dealing with you know, what were my roadblocks and also, um, a lot of mindset work about sex in general, what it actually is, what it means, expectations, like all the things that you bring into it that make it difficult to be intimate because, you know, of things that we've been surrounded by past relationships, yada, yada. I mean, we could go on and on all about that stuff, but, you know, so it is possible. Um, yeah. and then when, and then when you do align, it is, it is so amazing <laughs> I don't know how to. T- um, so, it, it it's totally worth the work. I
0: I thank you for shedding light on that. So, yes, like as far as aligning, it is absolutely possible. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it's a naturally occurring thing. Like yeah. to to hit on what mm-hmm. Ashley's saying, right? It's like. It, first I think the expectation is like we're just gonna naturally want mm. it the same amount right we should just it should just be a natural thing in marriage that he wants it just as much as I wanted or I want it just as much as him and we should just click right like I've even heard people say that like the whole like waiting until you're married to have sex sounds absolutely ludicrous because how do you know if you're going to connect right mm. and it's like that right there even that is like that's such a mindset in and of itself, right? Mm -hmm. If you can take that element out, it's like you're expecting it to be a natural thing. Whereas Mm -hmm. there's actually a lot of work that goes into getting you guys to that point. And the good news is there's lots of stuff you can do yourself, right? In order, like you said, Ashley. So I'll I'll stop talking here. Anyone else want to weigh in on that?
2: Well, the first thing that I kind of thought of was, It's just like any other season, you know, I believe that we are going to have those ebbs and flows where like there are seasons where as the, you know, as a wife, we may have a higher quote unquote sex drive and the men might, and it has to do with age hormones, you know, children, children's ages. So I think then it would go back for me to what you were saying, Katie was, it's all about the connection, So when, when we are in those seasons, are we truly connecting in a way that does satisfy each other?
4: Yeah, I completely agree that what I've learned is figuring out how to, how to feel connected. And Katie, I know you've heard me say this a bunch on my um, IG profile, because I love talking about this topic, (laughs) Um, is that, you know, like for women to be intimate, we need to feel connected And for men to feel connected, they need to be intimate. And so I think we have to, once we can wrap our minds around that and then have a conversation of, okay, what is it that I need to feel connected to my spouse? And then verbalizing that to them, then it makes it easier because I mean, like, like for an instance, now I live in RB, I have zero, hardly any privacy we're building this barn, you know, behind us, I have a toddler, I have a seven year old or an eight year old and 11 year old. And life is just crazy right now. And I can tell you honestly, that in this season, despite all this going on, we've had the best intimate intimacy relationship that we've ever had right now. And I think it's because we've been <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how, how that's happening. But um, it's because, you know, at the end of the day, I can be like, Hey, you know, I need to feel connected to you. So that's me telling him, Hey, I need to spend one-on-one time with you. I need you to be off your phone. I need you to sit with me. I need you to like, tell me about your day, even though it seems mindless to you. Like that's how I connect is by you inviting me into your world, your day while you were at work all day. Cause you know, I'm at home with the kids and then um, you know, and then I can feel, that can fill my cup to be connected to him. And maybe it's date nights and stuff like that as well. And then once that happens that it becomes more easily, you know, available, that intimate moment, you know, because I'm already feeling connected. But when we've been just passing by in the night and just going, going, and we're not talking, we're not having those connection moments, then I have to tell him like, Hey, like it's not going down because I, I don't even know. I haven't even talked to you for like, you know, the past day, you can't just come at me at the end of the night and be like, Hey, what's up? You ready? No. <laughs> so <laughs> like, yeah, totally. so I think, I think that was our biggest help whatever, like helper in the situation was just knowing what we needed to feel connected and then um, verbalizing it and being honest and having awkward conversations.
1: And so in the is- right time, because usually we're having those conversations where it's like an argument, right? Like I'm not, you're mm-hmm. not getting what you want. He's not getting what he wants. And like making mm-hmm. the time to have those conversations. Cause I feel, I think that's probably a big, conversation or issue in a lot of marriages like because I've made that clear before too like dude you're basically a stranger today right like I just Mm -hmm. I need more time with you like that is I need that connection Mm -hmm. and he needs that and it's just like that you're you're, we're never getting through to each other because we're having the conversation at the wrong time Mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment so yeah I think it's super important and something else that came up for me was like Michelle you kind of talked about this a little bit like the stages of life that we're in. Cause it's like, we're not early twenties anymore, dude. It's just things have (laughs) different. Things are different. Right. And like for guys, they just, I don't think they think of those things because maybe they haven't changed as much for them, but for us as women and hormones and time of the month and having kids, like all of those things play a role. And I think if, um, we can help our husbands understand that a little better, that might help.
0: (laughs) I, I think too, one thing I, I want to say is I want to, and I brought this up too a few times is I challenge women in that mindset because I also, it can be a crutch, right? It can mm-hmm. be like, you haven't met my needs yet. Like, oh, we've been strangers all day. Right. But you haven't met my needs yet. And so you don't, you don't get yours. Like somehow our needs are like, have mm-hmm, to be met that's a good point. theirs is right. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, in all, it's like, what I'm saying here is, like, yes, in an ideal situation, we want to put that effort forward of meeting each other's needs. But it isn't always 50-50. Mm-hmm. And some women, and me, too, in particular, back in the day, would be like, no, dude, you didn't earn this. <laughs> like I had that mindset, like you didn't know it was, and that was just my, my mindset. Like mm-hmm. you didn't talk to me, you ignored me. And I was mad about it and frustrated. And I brought that energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I felt totally entitled to do that versus thinking, wow, oh, maybe he had a really hard day today and maybe cause guys withdraw when they do. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe he does need some sex to unwind and be able to communicate you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just one thing that I, I know. I totally agree. It's when you can like invite him in and say like, Hey, if you do this for me, I'll, I'll get turned on. It'll turn, you know, it'll get me going. But also just to be careful of that, like, Hey, you haven't met my needs yet. So you don't get yours, you know?
4: Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. using it as like, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. But how much of it is like us not being able to shift from mommy mode to like the woman the, you know, like the sexy person that we are, like the confident, like, I think it's really hard for us. So like, if you have this like communication going of like, you know, love languages, are they being met? Are you communicating? Are you feeling like you're connected? And then like, even if like your well oiled wheel, like skips a beat, I feel like the other what what steps in and continues to block us is that inability to shift from like you're covered in snot you're covered in like food or you've been running errands you're a taxi you're making the meals like and then you're and then you're supposed to just be like okay like I'm ready you know like and and so I think that I think it's hard for us to switch to that switch um and so like I don't know about you but I'm just saying like I think that that is an obstacle for for mamas and um I think for me having a transition moment is how I am able to when my kids lay down, I have what I call like a transition moment of like, okay, this happens. and I do it every single night. And then it's like my mm. signaling to where mentally it's like, okay, I'm done with that part of the day. Now I'm, I'm just Ashley. And I'm just, you know, a wife and I have a shirt with chili on me right now, but, you, know, like, you know, like, um, and so I, you know, I think, I, but I think that that is a huge struggle is to get out of her heads, shut down, stop thinking about the to-do list. I mean, and then you can go into other things too. Gosh, I feel, I love this topic. I'm just, that's a really go good go ahead, idea. Ashley. I had
1: never heard of that. I love
4: that. Well,
2: it's interesting. Cause I've heard you talk about that on your podcast, Ashley, mm-hmm. and I, and I have, I was like, wow, that's huge. So for me, even I, when you were speaking earlier, I feel like there's a lot of women that, you know, we got to back up a little bit and get Mm -hmm. to the self-discovery piece of Mm -hmm. like, who, who am I anyway? What is connection? How, how, how do I feel connected? Like before we can get to the, the space of like the communication Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and the like shifting, well, what if I don't even want to shift yet? Or I'm so wrapped up into this, This mom even stuckness I deal with a lot of it with my women I work with is like we're so in reaction mode and then in this like loop in this cycle of life like first we have to step back and ask ourselves really exploratory questions you know even if we have to go back to the dating phase of of when we were together you know well what what is it that drew you to him and what was the attraction and you know. When you feel most connected, what is happening? Like Mm -hmm. even the visualization to get to the place where like, oh, it's when he like sits here and talks to me and looks at me in my eyes, you know, not when he's over here on the couch on his phone chatting.
0: Yeah. If you guys are all listening, write that down. Like seriously, (laughs) write that question that Michelle just said. Like uh, to some degree of like, what is it that makes me like, what is it that turns me on? Like, just Mm -hmm. ask yourself that question, because like you're saying, Michelle, so much of this is the beauty of this is that it's actually like stuff we can do within
4: Mm -hmm.
0: instead of like, I hope he turns me on today. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we need to be so freaking clear about what Mm. turns us on, what makes us feel sexy. Like I love some lingerie. I feel hot in it. Right. Like he likes it. It's a dual thing. Right. But like, if you guys aren't clear about that, you can't tell him or like my husband loves to know that stuff. Right. Like, Hey babe, you want to know how you can turn me on? Heck
1: yes. I know. That's what I was going to say. They're (laughs) going to be like, I will do that.
4: (laughs) And it's a trial and error thing, right? Like I, I want to, I always tell people that too, like, don't be embarrassed to try something y'all like, I don't, there was like a book that I read or something and it suggested some things. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds hot. Like, like, let's try that. And then we did it. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. And then, you know, like, I was like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, don't do it. And then, um, you know, like, or, you know, ways that I want to, you know, be pursued throughout the day or whatever, just trying different things of like, okay, you know, what works? And I'm like, yeah, no, like not really, that really doesn't make me feel that much more connected to you, you know, and, and then being able to be okay with being like, Hey, that was weird. I didn't like that, <laughs> you know, or like that, you know, or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm not just talking about like sexual interaction. Sure. It can be like snuggling. It can be yeah. like intimacy is like so big. And, um, so yeah, I think it's okay to be like, to, to search is what I'm saying. Like yeah. I you're spot on. And, and then, but being able to be like, Okay, try something. No, that didn't work. Try something else. Move on, you know. Yeah. And,
0: and never correct in the bedroom, ladies. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Save the feedback for after, just because mm. <laughs> then you just bossy. Sorry. I, mm-hmm. Also a rough lesson learned.
4: Christine, <laughs>
0: quiet over here. But I feel like you have, I think you have some stuff to say.
3: Oh man, I feel like I'm learning so much. <laughs> I think, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I I would love to go throw it back and say, what if you have a, say you are in the throes of young motherhood, you are in that like spit up on your shirt. You have no energy by the end of the day, (laughs) you are, um, tired of being touched. Mm. What is that first initial switch? Like, does it start in your mind, in your own journey with yourself? Or would you coach somebody um, with, it's actually communicating with your husband? I'm just thinking if somebody is so far down feeling like they're so far down in the pit of like, I, we can't even talk about sex anymore because it's been months. How would you coach somebody through that?
0: That's such a good question. Cause so many, so many, including myself, women have felt that right. (laughs) Like, and that's, I mean, obviously the the first trick is hopefully you don't get to the point of where it's been months, right? But sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. So when, when you're in that, when you're in that mode, right. I think it absolutely does start with you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so we have to come back to how are you taking care of yourself? do you feel attractive? Do you feel beautiful when you lose sight of who you are as a person, as an individual, and you're just this like frumpy mom covered in spit up? Like, you don't feel like your vibrant, awesome self that your husband walks in and no, I've got a top knot on my head. I got no makeup on. I got, you know, like, I mean, this the, the biggest thing would be like, what is like the first step to make like taking care of yourself. Like what would be Mm -hmm. that very next thing you could do? Is it, is it, is it throwing in like a workout? So you start to feel better and have more energy, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's different for everybody, but yes, to your point, it's got to start with you. Mm -hmm. Right. And back to Michelle's like question would be what turns you on? Mm -hmm. If you can't think about it now, And let's just say, sometimes I have women who are stuck in the past. Like I actually had a woman on here say, how can we get sex back to when we were dating? Right. And sometimes that's a mindset Mm -hmm. like issue in and of itself, because you're trying so hard to get back to something Mm -hmm. you're missing out on something totally new and awesome. You could Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And I can tell you 100% our sex life is so much better now than it was back then. And I mean, totally, but again, it started with me being very aware of what my needs were taking care of me. Mm -hmm. If I don't have the energy, right? Like Ashley's talking about that too. If we don't, we don't make that mental shift. If we don't take care of ourselves first, like, no, I am just this mom and I'm exhausted. Don't touch me. I don't even want to be around myself, let alone around another person. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. I would tell her the same thing along the lines of making a transition trigger. And then like for me, when things are really crazy and I really do feel like all touched out, it's what can I do by myself for myself um, really quickly that can help me to just be me. That makes me feel good. And so it could be like a lap around the block, like, Hey babe, you're here. I'm going to put on some jams. I'm going to go roll a sk- roller skate around the block or I'm going to, and that helps me to transition from like this chaos stress-filled, covered. Like I can still be covered in sweat, but the fact that I'm doing something for myself that is making me mentally, physically, and emotionally feel better. And, um, you know, taking a moment, taking the stress off that helps me to, Mm -hmm. okay. Like that's my first transition from I'm covered in stuff and y'all have a one and a half year old. So like that is my life right now. And yep. so like, I'll just, I'll just be like, tag, you're it, babe. And then like, he knows we've talked about this. Hey, this helps me to be not only a better wife, a better, better version of me. And then later on when we want to connect, I can be there. I can show up as that person because I've had that time to step back from mom mode and like start to transition into wife mode, your partner, your teammate, like, and mm-hmm. then, and then, so that is my first transition. And then like later on, after I put the kids to bed, I specifically make myself tea and I have a piece of chocolate And like that habit, because that's something that makes me like, I enjoy that every single night. It's the same thing. It's habitual. Doesn't ever change that to me then triggers. Okay. Now you're officially done with the day with your kids, everybody's sleeping. And of course, sometimes somebody wakes up, but for the most part, you know, like now that that mentally helps me say, okay, this is, this is the end of like that part of the day is over. This is the new part. And like, enjoy your spouse, enjoy yourself, relax, like, you know, yeah. That's what I would tell her.
0: Ashley, and not to like, butt back in here real quick, but another, just because we were talking about this and you made me think is, mm-hmm. um, is timing mm-hmm. like a big part of being with young kids, like the evening time can be yeah. just like the worst time to have sex. It like, doesn't have
4: to be in the evening. Yeah. No. I think we, like, yeah, it can years, be in the middle baby. of the day. Like- it can be in the, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hire, hire a sit hire a sitter, go out to lunch. Hit that
4: back seat. <laughs> I think that was a really good point, though, Katie, that you made about um, like focusing on what your intimate sea life was. Yeah. Instead of focusing on now what it can be, because y'all like, you change, you become different people. Like, it becomes completely different. And I think we w- should want that, right? Like, as we get in further to our marriage, we should be um evolving we should be getting closer our intimate life should be changing for the better like you know for the most part like as you are working towards that and working on it it should be getting better because you're communicating more you're working on it more it's not just you know I mean I look back and I'm like yeah that was fun but like it's not it's not as deep as it is now
0: so pick so pick a time in the day where you have the most energy too Mm -hmm. and
4: that might be Mm -hmm. different
0: So you can't get Mm -hmm. back to dating. This is something new and be open to it, you know? Mm -hmm. So sorry, Michelle, go ahead.
2: No, that's okay. Cause I'm just going to step back in and be the advocate for the woman who is just like, okay, this is, this, this is not where I'm at. You know, Mm -hmm. this is not where I'm at. So I want her to explore, you know, asking herself specific questions and this is going to be recorded. So I want to suggest that you really explore what are my secret needs mm-hmm. and are they being met right now? Good. And then also even explore a little more of like, when am I the most happy and free? Yeah, Cause these are areas that will help us unlock places within us that come from the embodied experiences we've had or, you know, this, this emotional shutdown that we have or this wall that we may have with our partner that it cannot come from here. It has to come from inside. So in order to get to the place of wanting to be creative, wanting to communicate, we have to really decide, like, where are we now? And like, are my needs being met? And then that comes to a whole nother conversation of like, okay, well, they're not. And so how can I obviously have them met first with my relationship with the Lord? How can I care for myself? And then what can I ask of my husband? Because I know that he loves me and he wants to support me.
3: That's really good. Very good. Awesome questions.
1: Sorry, right, I'm over here mom and guys.
0: Okay, I like how <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> She's got it muted, but you can see her. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I completely agree, Michelle. And it's and like that's the point is like I had my husband and I were pretty much always unmatched. Like I just was like, sex is like, uh, okay. Like give or take earlier. Like actually, like I said, sex has been better for us than it was earlier. But that was also because my mindset was like, I hope, like, I feel like it today. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what you're base, that's what you are saying too. It's like, we're taking on that responsibility of feeling like it, not giving it all to him. And that's, the biggest thing is like, if we have the ability to be able to get our, like, know how our our needs even need to be met, right? Like, or even be aware that they're not, then that's how you can start that process. Like, another thing I would even challenge women to do is don't wait to feel like it. Don't wait to feel like it. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes just getting in the throes
4: will make you feel like it too. Any
2: of
1: you guys agree? I can speak to that
2: one. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Well, it's just like taking action. You know, you might not want to go work out, but you know, when Ah. you work out, Mm -hmm. you feel better and you have more energy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you might just have to say, all right, girl, do that little self, like, you know, (laughs) I know once we get going, there will be connection.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, Go ahead. I was,
0: I had a coach coach that said sex starts in the morning because, Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's connection, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I decide in the morning that I'm going to have sex with my husband today, my mindset throughout the day is totally different. Like I'm paying attention to my needs. I'm paying attention to things I need to do. It's just like this meeting was coming up. What was the things I needed to do throughout the day to make sure that I was ready for, for this call? Like, We need to, you know, stop taking like, oh, it's just going to happen, right? (laughs) Like, be intentional about your sex life. Make that decision, right? And start preparing yourself mentally and logistically, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good one too because it makes your attitude different towards your husband too, right? If you're not going to like, if you're planning for that, you're going to kind of be more loving and more open and not like complaining or yeah, I I like that too. That's good, Katie.
4: On the flip side, I think expectations can be hard when it's, when you feel like it's expected from your husband or your spouse or whatever, like at the end of a date night, you feel like, oh, it's coming up to this. Like he's going to expect this from me. Um, and I think that can really wreck your mind If you're caught up in your thoughts and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, so I think we have to work on also feeling safe with our spouses. Like whenever we ask for a massage, it's not going to lead to something or, you know, I think that shuts us down a lot of the time. And so having those conversations of like, hey, like when I feel like these expectations are on me or like I need to perform on these certain times, that makes me shut down. Um, and like, I don't want to shut down because I want us to enjoy those times. And so having that conversation and saying, I need to feel safe in these instances and, and, and Hey, like, and then having him practice that, like giving you a massage without expectations, having a date night without expectations. And then it becomes more like less of a burden or weight or a worry for some of us who like, you're just so tightly wound because you're, you know, that this is coming and it's going to be expected of you. And, you know. Um, I think that can be something that women struggle with too.
1: Yeah, totally. I love that. I just, I love that we're having this conversation because it's so common. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times we feel like, gosh, this is just me, or this is just me and my husband, you know? Mm
3: -hmm. Absolutely. I think, Ashley, I think I heard that on your podcast Mm -hmm. with, um,
4: what is her name again? Oh, Jana Denton house. Yeah.
3: That whole um, feeling safe, that clarifying of um, like not that your husband is like unsafe, like right? Yeah, and what you think of, but just that mm-hmm. expectation. Mm-hmm. And I really think that everything that we're talking about really comes down to communication, and expectation, and knowing yourself, mm-hmm. and and allowing yourself to be seen and known by your husband and and vice versa, like getting to know Mm -hmm. what he's desiring or, um, I was going to share. So we have a a higher needs kid and there was a season where we literally were never alone because he couldn't be alone. He just, um, if it was alone, it was very short, like Mm -hmm. 30 minutes. And at that time I had a coach and, um, everything in me was like, so irritated of like, I just want to be alone. <laughs> I just want to be with my husband. And um, like we slept, like he slept in our room. And um, so we never had time alone. And so we were on the spiral of like, I guess this is just how it's going to be. We're never going to be alone. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were complaining that we had like zero sex life. <laughs> and then my coach was like, this sounds like an amazing opportunity for like, you got 20 minutes, let's go. And like, <laughs> but it totally shifted my whole mindset of like being really frustrated that I didn't have time alone mm-hmm. with my husband to like, Oh, now it's a game. Let's see, like if we can go for Not it, gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but it totally was this like gift mm-hmm. in the middle of a really hard season of parenting mm-hmm. where it turned into a game. And, um, yeah. Anyway, so just throwing that out there for any other mom that's you know well, feeling like they're never alone or or zapped. Yeah, it's just a shift in your mindset. Mm. That brought up
2: fun for me. I talk about this a lot because I think we forget as grown-ups to have fun. Yeah, and I think this is a great opportunity, like you said, to take it from you know our that that focus of what's not working to like, what's our opportunity here? And let's, mm-hmm. let's have a little fun with it. Cause then that creates more of the desire to find the fun versus mm-hmm. just automatically throwing your hands up and going, huh, oh, well, this is just how it's going to be till it's not this way anymore. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause 18 years is, is too long to not. <laughs> <laughs> I- I say that jokingly, but it's, it is honestly sad and shocking the amount of people who will just adapt that mindset of like, oh, well, I, I'm a mom and I'm just tired and this is just the way it is. Right. And I don't come from a place of judgment. Like I battled with that myself. Like it's, but I will like challenge everyone who is feeling that way because it's like, in no way, shape, or form did mm-hmm. we marry our spouse to have kids so that we can neglect our relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like we have kids because the relationship and it's God, husband, kids, right? And this is in a healthy way. And mm-hmm. so when we decide to be like, oh, like, You know, the kids just need me. The kids just need me. And we over inundate our schedules with running them all over the place. And we put them completely first to the neglect of our relationship with our husband. No wonder you don't want to have sex. Right? Like, and the best things we can give our kids is a great relationship with their dads. Right? So, it's just something that I would say, like, to just be very mindful of, and it doesn't have to be this massive shift, right? Like Michelle talking about that, like, just start being intentional about that mindset. Like, where are you at right now? And what's one thing you could do to just take, take that shift into getting back to like, wanting to connect with him? You know, what does that mm-hmm. look like?
4: I've heard somebody say, like, you need to focus on it was actually the man and he was like, I need to focus on my queen. you know, like if I focus on the nest, which is my kids, like they leave. So it's just me and my queen left. Like, so if we aren't paying attention to, you know, our Kings or what, you know, vice versa, they're not paying attention to us. Like then when the nest leaves, we're just left with us. And if we haven't focused on us then there ain't, there's nothing there. Right. Like, so I think that's super important. And, you know, and thinking about like, why, why would I want to settle in the, like, why should we want to settle in the first place? Like this is your person, like for the rest of your life. And, and, I am that tough love person that I I even push it further and say, like if you look down the road five, 10 years from now, like it's not all about sex, but intimacy, connection is a super important part of your relationship as a married couple. Like if you continue to neglect it, then like where does that leave you? Like, yeah. you know, um, I, I mean, so when you look at it that way, I feel like that is a, a lot more eye-opening. Um, and then also just like sis, like why settle? Why? Like you have this one life, you have this one marriage, you have this one opportunity to live instead of just like existing. So live, right. Like enjoy each other, get up, you know, like work on yourself um, and embrace your body. Like, because he loves it. Like why are we so caught up in all these things and all these lies in our head that are preventing us from having fun playing. Right. Like, and being intimate with our spouses and just really thriving as a couple. Um, so yeah, I would just encourage anybody who's listening to think about those things as you're like taking baby steps into, you know, preparing this part of your relationship.
1: Yeah. And it's all connected, just like you said. So like even on the flip side of sex, right? Like the intimacy, the cuddling, the spending time together, the having fun and doing things like all of that's connected. So if one of them is off. Like if it's not sex for you, if something else is off, like you need to have that conversation too, because it all, they all affect each other. Even just like when we are talking, if we were talking about sex specifically, it's like feeling good about yourself, going to the gym, right? Like all of those things, all these things in our lives are so interconnected and they all kind of have to be in, in balance. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, but it maybe is not like the sex piece for you, but it's like. You need to have the conversation with your husband. Like you guys have plenty of sex, but you need something else. You need like more intimacy, more date nights, right? So I think that's important too.
2: Yeah. Also, when Ashley was saying, you know, what about five or ten years from now? I I the image came up of, you know, when we're visualizing our perfect day, or let's say we're going into business or whatever, visualizing in the future about parts of our life. So who says this couldn't be a great visualization that we can sit and visualize? Okay, so what do I really want this to look like? And do that whole reverse engineering. So if I want this to be whether you have an idea of, you know, so many times a week, whether it's date nights or actually the intimate connection, or maybe I do want to visualize, okay, well, I really want to go away every quarter because I know that that brings connection with me when I'm out of my home and I'm not looking at to do's and laundry, like to get that in your mind. So then you can back it up and go, okay, so what do I need to do? to create whether it's the the budget for that or the schedule commitment for that and then make that something that we work towards what do y'all think
3: about that so, oh good. <laughs> yeah. so good yes
0: well ladies we gotta wrap it up um we didn't even like <laughs> scratch the surface on the questions know, but- so but we're gonna have there to have to a to be part two like yeah part two part three we need, I feel like we need to have uh, the desire coach as guest maybe next time too. But, awesome. And we miss, we miss Katie Lynn Hedrick. We missed, we missed her and uh, she is part of the group. I don't want to leave her out on the intro. She's just yeah. not here. So she's mm-hmm. also a podcast owner of the joyful life podcast. So um, ladies, thank you so much for joining. It's been awesome. And um, for the listeners, if you guys, want any follow-up on this if you guys feel bothered by anything we've said mm-hmm. if you feel, oh they will <laughs> feel challenged by anything we said we got dms so mm-hmm. i welcome them <laughs> um but most importantly we're here to love on you guys and so if you guys do need extra support or want something specific right like please reach out Um, we are just here to serve you guys in any way we possibly can and love on you. So thank you guys again for watching and we look forward to continuing this again soon. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie Mae Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in you guys and all of this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day and I hope to see you back here soon.